This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Initially, I don't think there's any big surprise here. Even last week, all the rumors proved true that, in fact, the government would go ahead with the more safe project of the expansion of the Kinder Morgan Trans Mountain Pipeline, as well as Enbridge's Line 3, the one that goes from eastern Alberta into Gretna, Manitoba, near the uh, Canada-U.S. border, and uh, rejecting Northern Gateway. So I don't think there's really anything that is surprising anyone today, but I still want to bring Senator Doug Black into the conversation because... Senator Doug Black has uh, spent a number of months making sure that Canadians hear both sides of this. We tend to uh, hear a lot from the environmental activists, the ones who are always saying no. We saw what happened with Energy East with the NEB hearings and how they managed to, well, in effect, mob rule because the NEB had to back off on those hearings after what happened with Energy East. So I want to introduce uh, Senator Doug Black. Uh, Senator Black, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, I'm very happy to be joining you today. Thanks very much for allowing this to happen. And Doug, I know we uh, just managed to reach you here and you've been listening like everyone else to the details. Uh, My initial comments are I'm not really surprised because even last week, this is what was rumored as to what the government would do when it came to these different pipeline projects. Right. Well, let me let me just sort of set the context if I can. Let me say, first of all, this is a very good day for Alberta. It's a good day for Canada, but it's a very good day for Alberta. So I'm very pleased about that because one of the main reasons that I ran to be a senator was to make sure that Alberta prosperity was advanced. This decision today very much helps that, and I'm very grateful to the government of Canada for seeing their way through this. What we need to recognize, the key things for Alberta, obviously Line 3 had to be replaced, and that's great, but we have to get our oil off of this continent, as we all know, to get the best price. Trans Mountain is a very important decision, a very important decision for Alberta, and the government deserves credit. Every one of us who've been involved in the file, including Premier Notley, deserve a tremendous amount of credit. But the job's not done. We must have another pipeline, and I'm thinking Energy East, that gets the oil to the east coast of Canada in order to ensure that we can access markets from, you know, whether it's uh, the Strait of Canso or whether it's Sir John, New Brunswick. But I have to tell you, we won't worry about that today. What we should do is celebrate the fact that our hard work has paid off today. Disappointed, of course, with Gateway, but not surprised, not surprised. Do you think Gateway can be reborn, so so to speak, with a, a different mapping of exactly where it's going to go? Well, you know, that's a tremendous question. Uh, I think historians will correctly point out that landing it in Kitimat was the wrong answer. We've certainly seen that. So if they were to move to Prince Rupert, the question becomes this moratoria on the West Coast that's been announced today. How broadly is that going to be cast? If it's cast so Prince Rupert is excluded from that, then the answer to your question is yes, Gateway can be uh, realigned. Uh, if the moratoria covers Prince Rupert, and I just don't know that at this particular moment, then there's obviously trouble and Gateway will be dead for all time. 
Do you think it was a safe decision? Because uh, not the Northern Gateway. Well, obviously, yes, rejecting it. But Kinder Morgan, I think a lot more people would have been surprised had the government rejected Kinder Morgan as well. Because uh, to me, this was the expansion of the Trans Mountain Pipeline, an existing pipeline. Well, it's doubling the pipeline, which is very important. And it goes from, I think it's four shipments a month to 32 shipments a month. So it's it's significant. There's no doubt this is significant for Alberta. But what we have to also keep in mind is what we need is we need, ideally, the ability for these super tankers to pull up to St. John, New Brunswick, or Prince Rupert, British Columbia, and load, and then straight shot to Asia. That cannot happen from Burnaby because of the size of the tankers that are going to have to navigate uh, into that plant. So principally the market, my guess is, for the product from uh, Burnaby when it, on the Trans Mountain Pipeline yeah. will be the northwest U.S. market. And that's fine. I mean, that's fine. It's a market. Market, yeah. yes. Yeah, for refining. Yeah. Uh, that's my guess. And that, look, I'm not criticizing. I think it's great, but the job's not done yet. We need to be able to get these super tankers to China, to India, to Malaysia. That's where we're going to make our money. And I'm continuing on that file every day until we get Energy East approved. What is the latest with Energy East? Because the last time we really talked about it was what happened, the fiasco with the NEB hearings. Fiasco is the word. Never should have happened, but did happen. We're waiting now for the government of Canada, and I thought they might do it today, but soon I would hope. They've got to announce new panelists, because remember, after that fiasco, three NEB panelists appropriately recused themselves, said, look, I can't hear this, which... You know, it's the right decision. Now the government has got to appoint folks to uh, hear that, and it's not been done yet. So we've got to keep the heat on. We've got to keep the heat on. And we will. Absolutely will, just like we've kept the heat on till this day. Doug, uh, the Prime Minister, and you even had kind words for Premier Notley. You so you're saying that even her initial, the 2030 deadline by getting off of coal and um, our carbon initiative, our carbon levy, are those some of the things that you're saying she actually set out in front and then the federal government just followed through? I would generally the answer is yes. I I have a disagreement with uh, the government of Alberta on the pace that they have moved in terms of uh, pricing carbon, capping the emissions in the oil sands. I don't doubt that this is the way the world is moving. I mean, we are moving, maybe appropriately, to a greener energy economy. But we all know that that will take literally decades. And I think, you know, I think the government of Alberta their foot was on the gas, maybe a little bit more than I would have. But listen, credit where credit's due. The Prime Minister, clearly in his remarks, made it abundantly clear that this could not have happened if Premier Notley had not taken the position she did. So while I would say to you, look, I don't think I would have gone that far, I don't think she needed to go that far, the fact is her decision has been vindicated by the Prime Minister today. But... We can't ignore what's happening in the U.S. with a new president that's coming into office in January and one that seems, if anything, intent on ramping up coal-fired generating plants. 
I totally agree. You know, and I, so that's why it's even harder to sell the idea of the importance of a carbon levier tax. I completely agree with that, and I made a statement in the Senate just last week because I was one of the first folks in the energy industry to say, look, we, need a, we do need a price on carbon, yeah. but we need to slow this pace. Now, I think that we'll see what happens here. We, we have the decisions we need today, which is tremendous. We have a president coming in who is not committed, as is our prime minister, to you know, a green agenda in the same way. I think you know, I think people are going to reflect on whether or not it's advantageous for us to get too far either ahead or behind our major trading partner, both on taxes and carbon tax, because it'll simply make us less competitive. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. Yeah. And, you know, I, as I say, I gave a speech in the Senate last week focusing on that very issue, and we're going to keep on that because, you know, there's no sense being a Boy Scout if you can't sell your cookies, you know? A terrible analogy. (laughs) (laughs) You're thinking on your feet, but yes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think that's all modeled. And I I think it's the brownies and girl guides who sell the cookies. (laughs) But we we cannot get too far ahead. And and I believe that saner minds are going to prevail in uh, our agenda here. Yeah. I I just, I simply believe that will happen. And... uh, we have seen the government of Canada today take prudent decisions, and I'm, I'm optimistic that that will continue. Nothing happens in this world and if you don't stir the pot, and we've been stirring the pot for three or four years, and you know we have something to show for today. Energies we have to get because we've got to get off of this continent. Got to get off of the continent. Yeah. Doug, remind my listeners how you became a senator. Pardon me? Remind my listeners how you became a senator. Because well, I'm a, one of the very fortunate, <laughs> one of three senators who was elected. Yes. I was elected by Albertans in a popular election, and I was you know, very pleased to have won that election. And uh, this is why I work as hard as I work, because every day I feel an obligation to the close to half a million folks that voted for me. I wanted to stress that because sometimes people hear senators and they say, oh, of course, of course he favors this because he's a liberal appointed senator. No, I, would, I, I was elected by about 450,000 Albertans, and that is who I am responsible to. Doug, I appreciate your time. Any time, I appreciate what you're doing as well. And, All right. You know, we should have a, a glass of hot chocolate or something tonight to celebrate this. Uh, are we going to have that with coal-generated electricity? Or natural gas? Well, uh, we'll leave it to your listeners. (laughs) Thanks so much. (laughs) Senator Doug Black, uh, and wanted to get him on because he has done a lot of work when it comes to pushing this, and especially when it comes to Energy East as well. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.